What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Austin and Nick with you here in studio. Strick out, uh, not on vacation. He's got business to take care of. Uh, he uh, should be back on Monday, as far as I know. But where in the world is Stricky is the age-old question. Guess we'll see. We go to our VIP lane brought to you by Allo Fiber, where we understand the importance of exceptional service with local heart. We welcome in Evan Bland in a different time. Uh, Evan, once again, appreciate the flexibility moving from Wednesday to Friday. Let me ask you the age-old question. Six days from kickoff, can you feel it? <laughs> well, let's define what it is. I can feel the heat, the anticipation, uh, all of it. Yeah, and 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 it's a very confusing day because we're talking on a Friday where we had a game week press conference, uh, and we usually talk on a Wednesday. So I'm all turned around, but yeah, I'm I'm feeling things. Join the club. Appreciate again your your flexibility. Uh, depth chart was released today. Uh, initial thoughts on the offense for me were uh, Gunnar Gatola being listed as a backup left tackle behind Turner Corcoran. Um, but also notable for me was no Eric Gilbert at tight end, still awaiting the waiver. Is that a sign to you that it's probably not looking good for his availability this year? Uh, you know, I think it's a sign that there's no resolution on it. I, you know, to me, this the the sign that uh, maybe would indicate pessimism there is just hearing what Matt Rule says, the tone, the his facial expressions, like it that does not look like somebody who's optimistic that you're going to get that guy this year. And you know, you, you can be, uh, you can feel that way for a lot of reasons. Like obviously the talent that he has, but I know the the staff really felt like um, they were providing him sort of a. A stable environment to improve within, um, and and it you know if he has to do it without games, that's unfortunate for him, for Nebraska, for everybody. Sounds like the circumstances of his story, you know, as a, as a guy who's a two-time transfer, that's why he has to get a waiver, um, would be such that you would be able to earn it in this case. But I also know the NCA has, has sort of cracked down on those waivers and. Recent years, and of course, there's the the notion that it's hard to figure what the NCAA does on a case by case basis anyway. So it, it, I would say it's probably not looking great, um, and, and yeah, maybe that's partly reflected in the depth chart. 
Evan, um, when we stay in the in the pass catching part of it, um, obviously Xavier Betts le- leaves the team a few weeks ago. Marcus Washington struggling to get healthy here. Nebraska brings in a transfer in Billy Kemp, who currently ranks sixth on the active FBS reception leaders list through 50 games, has 192 catches. You expect Billy Kemp to play a pretty big role in Nebraska's offense this year. Who else is there though? Because I think obviously, you know, Alex Bullock is getting a lot of, a lot of discussion around his name and Isaiah Garcia Castaneda. There's still a couple question marks. I mean, how do you feel just about the wide receiver room overall, I suppose? Yeah. I mean, it feels like it's a room that probably needs to prove it on the field and maybe it will. Like it's hard to say because, we've heard a lot of great stuff about a guy like Alex Bullock and he earned a scholarship and, you know, Matt rule again today talking about how he would prefer to give a scholarship in that sort of situation to a senior or a guy who's been around, but he said, you can't deny what Alex Bullock's done. Well, you know, we just haven't seen him perform. So maybe he comes out and uh, is a big part of what Nebraska does. Maybe Isaiah Garcia Castaneda, what he did in Ireland last year, is something that he can build upon over the course of a full season. So, like, it's possible, uh, but it's just you, you kind of have to take a little bit of a, a leap to get there just because we haven't seen it. And so, um, you know, I agree. I think Billy Kemp's going to lead Nebraska in, in receptions, maybe by a large margin. Um, you know, Marcus Washington, if he can get healthy. And I know, you know, Matt Rule has said, and I, I thought he was pretty wise in saying, like, you don't want to – rely on these freshman receivers to mm-hmm. to come in right away and be a big part of the offense but i do think even if it's not at minnesota or at colorado like there's going to be a point <clears throat> in september or october where somebody is going to step in and and maybe be an impact guy maybe that's malachi coleman or Jaden doss or whomever uh so yeah i think you, you kind of need to figure things out a little bit early on let some of these older guys prove themselves uh, as as major contributors and then I think you have enough talent in the back half of the season um, that you're going to probably add some more depth as well I think your your comment there about Billy Kemp maybe leading Nebraska in catches by a wide margin is informed by recent history right last year's Trey Palmer far and away the number one option before that Samori Ture I think you have to go back to really Stanley Morgan and J.D. Spielman to where you can say Nebraska had two consistently dependable receivers on the field at all times I mean I know Wandale played with J.D. Spielman as well but not as much split out wide with two of the guys out there. How important is it for Jeff Sims's progression and development to find that second guy? Yeah, I mean, obviously you want as many weapons as you can have. And, you know, maybe the, that second option comes from the tight end group. You know, maybe that's Nate Borkacher or, or Thomas Fedoni or, or even Janaren Bonner. Who knows? Like, it's it's possible that it comes from there. And maybe that's a situation where, you know, we talk about all off season about Marcus Satterfield's offense being positionless and guys can move around. Like this to me seems like a situation where that is pretty beneficial where, okay, you're a little light on your receiver numbers, but Hey, you know, you, you can move guys over from running back or fullback or tight end and, and, you know, use your personnel and the depth that you have at other positions to your strength and, and to your advantage. And so I, it'll be interesting to see how that shows up in Minneapolis on Thursday night. You know, do they, do they continue, uh, you know, with sort of traditional three receiver sets or do they get a little bit more creative and put say Fedoni and Borkature out there at the same time, or maybe a couple uh, running backs out there at once. Like it's, it's hard to say how that's going to go, 
but it does seem like they have the flexibility to utilize some of those other pieces if they don't feel like the receivers uh, can provide the the depth that they're looking for. Okay, you mentioned the running back position there. Emmett Johnson listed as RB4, but as the, the number one kick returner on the depth chart as well. Is Emmett Johnson a guy the staff wants to get eyes on as a running back in-game action? Do they like getting him snaps in the kick return game on special teams? What do you think their read is on him and their, their expectations for him this year? Well, my thoughts on that are, are that he probably would get more carries or would be projected to get more carries if the running back room wasn't so deep. You know, I keep thinking back to the offseason and all the additions they made through the portal at different spots, and they were pretty upfront about saying they didn't need to go to the portal for running back. They were, they were good. They liked the depth that they have there. And so I don't think it's a knock on Emmett Johnson if you say that he's going to get, you know, fewer than, I don't know, 30 carries because – You've got Gabe Irvin and Anthony Grant and Ramir Johnson as veterans who've been around, who can make plays. And so, you know, I, I think it makes sense that if you have a guy that dynamic in Emmett Johnson, uh, that you utilize him in some capacity. And if that's a kick return, hey, great. I mean, it's been, you know, three or four years since it feels like Nebraska's had somebody, probably since J.D. Spielman, since you really felt like that there was a chance they were going to take a kick off to the house or, or use that to their advantage, even just getting, you know, 30, 35 yards, whatever it might be. So uh, I think it's another example of a young guy who's talented, who they want to get out up, out there on the field. And the fact that it won't be at running back, at least it doesn't look that way, uh, is probably more a testament to the depth of that position rather than anything he's doing wrong. We're speaking to Evan Bland of the Omaha World Herald here on the Allo VIP line, uh, brought to you by Allo Fiber, where we understand the importance of exceptional service with local heart. And, and Evan, switching over to the defensive side of the ball now, you look at that front, I guess three in this case, in the three-three-five defense, and, and you look at some of the big bodies up front. Uh, one of the surprises to me this morning when, when we got handed the depth chart or sent the depth chart, no Elijah Judy on this list. Um, I guess, do you have any thoughts on just – no, no, uh, no appearance of the Texas A&M transfer on the, on the two deep so far. Well, I mean, he was not a name that we heard much of at all in camp. So I think from that perspective, it wasn't shocking that he wasn't on there. I mean, you look at uh, some of the, the the body composition changes that occurred from spring to fall. He was a guy who uh, lost, I believe, like 20 pounds, you know, most, most, uh, everybody at that position was gaining some weight and some muscle and he went the other way, uh, which was, I thought kind of interesting, but you know, it, it's, it's, it's a fascinating situation because you look at his pedigree as a former four-star recruit, like you mentioned, went to Texas A&M, didn't play a ton there. Uh, I think just a handful of snaps in the sec. And so he comes to Nebraska and, and it, kind of feels like he has some upside and, and, you know, part of the reason he ended up in Lincoln was connections uh, with the coaching staff at his previous stop and where he is now at Nebraska. So, you know, not to say that you can't work into that spot. You know, I thought what Matt rule said today about the depth charts, like an organism, it's, it's ever changing and evolving and you have the chance to sort of change your standing every week. And so maybe that's something that, light the fire under him a little bit because, you know, typically guys are not transferring to not show up on the two deep at their new school. So maybe that's something that can get him going a little bit. I know the the staff has said they want to be able to rotate a number of defensive linemen. They've got five listed on their depth chart. I think they'd like to get to six, seven, or eight if they can. And I think Judy um, is certainly is somebody that they'd like to get involved if he's able to earn it behind the scenes. 
sticking up front on that defensive line, one of the two places on the defensive depth chart that has an or listed on the two deep is one of the defensive end spots. You have Blaze Gunnarsson or Cam Lenhart listed there. Do you think that's a competition that's ongoing? Do you think that's a starting position that'll be matchup based? What, what do you think happens against Minnesota with those two? Honestly, I don't know that it matters. I mean, we heard Matt Rule say last week, like if he was asked if it was Blaze Gunderson or Cam Lenhart was the starter. And his- a new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time. From an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The answer was yes. Like, I, I think that's the case. And, you know, I, in some ways, like some of the depth chart stuff like that, I think can be semantics a little bit. It's an or, uh, you know, the fact that, that Gunnarsson's listed first is because his last name comes first alphabetically. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how they see that. So, uh, you know, somebody's going to take that first snap or, or be back there, um, you know, for the first play in Minneapolis. And, I don't know who it'll be. You know, obviously it'll be one of those guys. I think they, the bottom line is they like the depth. Uh, you know, and it's an interesting spot because Gunnarsson was somebody who pretty much has been a lifelong outside linebacker who's now added the weight and, and expected to contribute in the trenches. Whereas Lenhart, you know, honed his craft at IMG Academy in Florida, and by all accounts has come in. I, you know, I thought one of the lines of the press conference was Luke Reimer today calling. Lenhart a fake freshman mm-hmm. because yeah he's he's technically a freshman but he acts and 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 performs like he's a much older player so I think the bottom line is you're going to see both of those guys a ton uh, you know I still think the the question long term is how much can you rely on a freshman physically over the course of three months in the Big Ten just the 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 grind of that and going up against 21 and 22 year olds I think that remains to be seen but it's pretty clear he's got the work ethic and the physical ability. Uh, to go out there and be a difference maker right away. The other or on the defensive side of things was at the jack position. We've heard a lot about MJ Sherman coming from Georgia, 
Uh, the coaches seem to love him, his leadership qualities and capabilities. But again, listed with or with Chief Borders, a transfer from Florida, who really, for I think most people, Evan, has been known more for what he's done on social media than he has on the field. Have we been not talking about Chief Borders enough? Has he made a late charge to make that a competition with MJ Sherman? What's your read on that Jack position? Yeah, that's interesting, too, because Matt Rule was asked directly about what Chief Borders does well on the field today, and, and the whole answer was about what he did well off the field, about his, yeah. his personality and how he helps everybody. I thought that was kind of interesting. But, you know, I did a, a, a fairly in-depth story on Chief Borders in the offseason, and he you know, he comes from a background. His dad uh, essentially is a talent promoter. Um, you know, he, he's got NFL stars on speed dial. I mean, that's a guy who grew up like in the grind, like the professional grind, knowing what it takes. So, you know, I, I would be surprised if what Nebraska just put him through um, was any harder than what he did growing up and what he does on his own in the off season. So it's, it's interesting because like you said, so much of the attention is on uh, how he lifts up others and, and interacts with the fans and all that's uh, important and tangible stuff, uh, but it does seem like he's somebody on the field who embodies sort of that that blend, where maybe he's not quite big enough to be a defensive lineman, um, but he's but he's hard hitting enough that you don't want him to necessarily just be a linebacker. So uh, I think that position is going to suit him well. I know he felt like when he left Florida, like he wasn't getting the opportunity that he felt like he had earned behind the scenes, and so this is a case of a transfer who's coming in and who has. Uh, earn that respect from the coaching staff and you see him on that or line and uh, I, I think it'll be really interesting to see how he contributes on the field here just coming up we're speaking to evan bland of the omaha world herald evan is going away from the depth chart for for right now I, i'm curious next thursday's nebraska versus minnesota obviously minnesota um they they have their defense last year to, in total defense number nine in the country in uh, scoring defense at averaging just you know allowing 13 and a half points per game or so ranked fourth in the country I mean what is Nebraska gonna have to do on on offense with a new quarterback with if Gabe Irvin stays as the number one you know the starting running back with with Gabe Irvin and trying to orchestrate a one two three punch with those three guys in the backfield what are they gonna have to do on offense to just kind of defeat PJ Fleck who by the way Minnesota's won the last four games against Nebraska yeah, you know, I think in some ways they they might have to out Minnesota, Minnesota. I mean, because we've seen it go the other way where they've tried to up tempo them, and you look at the time of possession at the end of the game, and it's it's heavily in favor of the Gophers and what they're doing. So it, to me, it's about how do you how do you balance that out a little bit? And so, yeah, I mean that's that's being able to run the ball, that's being able to convert on third down, that's not giving it away, you know, that's that's something I think for all the upside that Jeff Sims shows, it's also true um, that he's given the ball away a whole bunch in his career. Um, so is he able to, to, to tamp that down and play more of a field position game with Minnesota as you need to? I think that's that's kind of where you start because, uh, you know, Minnesota the last three full seasons, you throw out the COVID year, um, I mean, they've been dominant in time of possession. They They have an identity. You know what you're looking for with them. They've won at least nine games in every single one of those last three full seasons. So this is a team that has figured out how to win, that's embraced um, the elements, kind of the Big Ten way, the black and blue, you know, winning ugly sort of philosophy that just hasn't been Nebraska's M.O. 
And now here you've got these Huskers coming out of fall camp saying this is the most physical and the most hitting um, mm-hmm. sort of fall camp that they've ever gone through. It'll be really fascinating, I think, to see how that translates uh, against an opponent that really, in a lot of ways, plays the way that Matt Rule and Nebraska want to play moving forward. Well, you, you mentioned Jeff Sims. I mean, obviously, we all know his his history of, unfortunately, you know, being a little you know loose with the football and, and stuff. Is there a benchmark or, or a goal that I think maybe you've thought about it? I don't know if it's – do you put a number on, like, completion percentage that you hope that he gets and turnover, you know, touchdown to t- turnover ratio, if you will – um, Marcus Satterfield mentioned a couple weeks ago, or just maybe last week, that he had completed 65% of his passes in fall camp. Casey Thompson completed 63% last year uh, on the year for Nebraska. I mean, is there how, – how do you quantify, um, if if any way, you know, Jeff Sims and, and having a successful season in that regard, I suppose? Yeah, I mean, that's the first thing I think of is what Marcus Satterfield said last week, 65 Percent completion is what you're looking for. Um, you know, from from a, a touchdown pass to to interception ratio, you know, you'd like at least two to one, probably better than that. Um, and and I think Matt Rule said it pretty well too, where you want to walk a fine line between uh, taking care of the football but also uh, being explosive, right? Like you could. Mm-hmm. You could uh, play really conservatively and not turn the ball over, but you're probably going to go three and out or you're not going to score a lot of points. So you also have to find a way to be explosive, but be smart about it. And so in some ways, you know, I, I think what will be uh, telling is how this offense caters to what Jeff Sims does. Because if you look back at his time at Georgia Tech, uh, in a lot of ways he had not a ton of help offensively. Like he was asked – you know, you look at like the fastest guy in high school is often the quarterback, and that guy ends up kind of scrambling and making plays. Like you, you saw a lot of that uh, at Georgia Tech with what he did, and he was just kind of asked to go out there and do it. And so sometimes, um, you know, when you do that, you you are going to give the ball away and, and things like that. So I, I wonder if things are really as as sort of buttoned up and scripted and, and pre-planned as has been indicated. How much that might help him, you know, moving forward. And I think the other piece that'll be you know, fascinating, telling to watch with him is how often he decides to, to pull the ball down and run, um, mm-hmm. you know, because, again, you don't want to do that more than eight, nine, ten times a game because you're really exposing yeah. yourself to injury and, and turnovers in that regard, too. But on the other hand, if you don't have playmakers uh, and you don't feel maybe confident in the running game, that's what you have to lean on. We've seen that a lot at Nebraska in recent years, too. So I think how he does yeah, in, in this opener against a defense that's been – opportunistic really in its own right uh, will be another early sign of what this offense can be this season. Evan, I was going to ask you about that number of carries for Jeff Sims. I think you put a good target number on it, but to wrap up, what's a good like yards per carry average for Nebraska running backs to be shooting for to help Jeff Sims reach those passing benchmarks you were just talking about is, is five too ambitious is, is four enough. Where do you fall with the running backs yards per carry? Yeah, I think somewhere in there four and a half. I mean, five would be, would be really good. Um, in some of the years that they've struggled, it's been in the, the low to mid threes, I think. So, you know, and it's not just necessarily the yards per carry, but it's like when it happens. Like the reason that Iowa and Wisconsin have had a stranglehold on, hold on the West for so many years is because it'll be third and four in a key spot, and you know they're probably going to run, and they do, and they get the first down anyway. So, like, to me, it, it's it's more about those sort of situations than – you know, break in a 60-yarder on 
first and 10 from the 40 or Jeff Sims pulling it down and running. Like, um, you know, I, I thought that was something Matt Rule said at Big Ten Media Days was he sort of eliminates or, or doesn't count quarterback rushing yards um, because you usually want to save that for a, a, maybe in the red zone or on a key third down situation. So, it, again, to me, it's it's about can, can Nebraska in a spot when everybody knows they're going to run be effective in that phase of the game? And I think, yeah, if, if those numbers shake out consistently, that's probably somewhere in the low to mid four yards per carry. There you go. It's Evan Bland of the Omaha World Herald with us on a Friday, not a Wednesday like usual. Evan, uh, if it's good with you, hopefully we'll talk to you next Wednesday for a final Nebraska-Minnesota preview. Have you Wednesday, uh, Nebraska-Minnesota Thursday, if that works for you. Sounds great. Perfect. You're the man, Evan. Thanks again. Thanks, guys. Evan Bland with us on our Allo VIP line, uh, brought to you by Allo Fiber, where we understand the importance of exceptional service with local heart. If you missed any of the interview there from Evan, any of his answers you want to go back and listen to, that'll be up on the podcast later tonight. Make sure you check that out wherever you get your podcast. We'll step aside, wrap up on the block after this. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.